Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thanks so much for joining us. We have got an incredibly, incredibly challenging, that's the word I'm going to use tonight, show in store for you because we're going to be talking about losing an incredible public servant, an amazing husband, a father. He, he was really called to protect and serve. We're talking about Grand Forks officer and first lieutenant in the North Dakota Army National Guard, Cody Holty. We're also going to be talking about the situation and the reaction in Minneapolis to the loss of what many say is also a great friend, a gentle giant, also a father, George Floyd. Now, Officer Holty was on what most would presume is sort of a, obviously I'm not a, a law enforcement officer, but a kind of fairly routine eviction call. He was there to serve some eviction papers with three other law enforcement officers. And now he will never go back home to his loved ones. George Floyd was handcuffed, arrested for what's being reported as using a counterfeit $20 bill at a deli. He, too, will never return home to his loved ones. So we want to start tonight with some of the touching comments shared earlier today from Grand Forks Police Chief Mark Nelson about Officer Cody Holty. Oh, is that a smile on his face? If I had to pick a word, a true servant served his country, served his state, served his community, asked for nothing in return, and made everybody around him a better person. Please keep Officer Holty's family in your thoughts and prayers. Um, if there is sort of a, oh, it's hard to say silver line in the situation, but the other law enforcement officer that suffered gunshot wounds, Corporal Ron Nord is recovering, also in stable condition. So really for all of our law enforcement right now, please keep them all in your thoughts and prayers. We know that when you join law enforcement, you are called to protect and serve. And I think that's the other part of what is so challenging and frustrating for a lot of people right now about this George Floyd situation, the video that we all have seen. I want to play just a bit of it for you because... When I share this with you, and it's going to be a very small snippet, all right? I mean, the video is very hard to watch, but I just want to remind you that one of the officers was there as George was saying, hey, he can't breathe, he can't breathe, and then rather to go and protect and serve George Lloyd, who's on the ground in handcuffs, this officer ends up kind of going around to protect the other officer so that none of the cameras can catch the footage while that officer has his knee on George's throat. Here's just a very short clip of that. So I only put that because when we when we see that video, I think this is where our hearts begin to break because we know that they're all of our officers. They, it's just a calling in their lives to go out and protect and serve their community, not to protect, you know, another cop that looks like he may have murdered a man from. So he's not on camera, per se. And I think that's where you find many law enforcement officers now that are going, oh, man, I just, I don't want to see this because that one bad apple, it ends up, you know, hurting all the other law enforcement officers out there. And, and you, you know, if you watch us so regularly, look, I love our law enforcement. This is the kind of video that poses those kind of challenges. And I think that it's important to remember that, you know, what's going on right now? Like, why is this officer still out uh, walking around and not been charged, not been arrested. I want to share with you a quick clip from the Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Frey. What he's asking, here's what he said earlier, I think just a day or so ago. Why is the man who killed George Floyd not in jail? If you had done it, 
or I had done it, we would be behind bars right now. And I cannot come up with a good answer to that question. And so I'm calling on Hennepin County Attorney Mike Freeman to act on the evidence before him. I'm calling on him to charge the arresting officer in this case. So I think Mayor Frey said it perfectly there. And you can see this is now a live shot, folks, of what's going on in Minneapolis. But you and I both know that if we were caught on video, which appears to be murdering another individual, we all would be charged, we'd be arrested right now. So that's great that he's calling on Hennepin County attorney to do something about this. But where's Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison? Where, where is he at right now in this big picture? I've got more on that for you in a moment. Stick around for that because it's very, very important. Uh, now, the whole point, obviously, of what is going on here and, and you want to believe what you see here in this video we've got other video we've been showing with you from the destruction of last night but but again the whole point of this the whole point of why people say they're out and about is because we all want justice for george floyd if you watch the show regularly you know we talk about hey let's just make lady justice blind again we want to see the justice for george floyd so we're going to get to that in a moment and what what's going on share with you some just stunning stunning clips of what took place in Minneapolis last night. Before we do that, though, I do want to share with you, this is uh, the vice president of the Minneapolis City Council, uh, Andrea Jenkins, who said this earlier today at a presser. We feel as if there was a knee on all of our collective necks. A knee that says black life does not matter to the institutions that dictate what happens in this culture and society. Some very strong words there, obviously, from Ms. Jenkins. Okay, so let's, let's talk about this. What, what is, and I'm asking you at home, what does justice for George Floyd look like in your mind? If you were to imagine justice for George Floyd, how would you communicate that? I think many of us would say probably something similar to what Jacob Frey is talking about. Many people are happy that these guys were already fired. But, hey, when you see it on video, again, if that was you and I, we would already have been charged and been arrested. So arrest the cops. Let the investigation play out. That's what it means to make Lady Justice blind again. Have the investigation. Do it the right way. Let the thing play out. That, I think, is what many of us would see is a way to justice for George Floyd done in a peaceful way a lawful way that can protect our republic, but also protect people. And yet, what happens in Minneapolis last night? Many of you have seen the videos, but I want to share with you what I saw today on Twitter is what I believe to be one of the most stunning videos. And Zach, if you can please bring my mic up, keep my mic up, but share this video full screen right now with people. This is a shot, folks. Uh, I've got to imagine that it's from uh, earlier today. Bring this up, please, Zach. Earlier today, this is Minneapolis. Look at that. I mean, that looks like a war zone right there. That's Minneapolis, not Afghanistan. That is a stunning video. I know you've seen the, the video as well. People looting Target, burning down dollar stores. The question you've got to be asking, especially as you watch this video, look at this and ask yourself, how does that burning down a neighborhood get justice for George Floyd? You and I both know it doesn't. It doesn't. And these people are out there breaking laws, burning down buildings, stealing stuff out of stores, putting people in harm way, and I'll show you that in a moment. And yet, let me ask you this question. Come back to me for a second, Zach. Have you seen one, one elected official out of Minnesota 
Governor Tim Walz, Senator Amy Klobuchar, Minnesota AG Keith Ellis, and I can go on and on down. One of them condemn what took place from these rioters in Minneapolis. Many would call them Antifa. You saw the video right there, hashtag Antifa. The police chief today said, hey, a lot of these people that have shown up here in Minneapolis, they're not homegrown Minnesotans. They're not from, well, then where'd they come from? How do they end up there so quickly? Where do they come from? And what exactly does that mean? As I said a moment ago, you saw the hashtag Antifa in that video where I'm sharing you video of Minneapolis that looks like Afghanistan in a war zone. So I bring up some names. I asked you a little bit ago, where's Minnesota AG Keith Ellison? Why is he not leaning on the Hennepin County attorney to charge and arrest the officer that had his knee on George Floyd's neck? I don't know. All I know is that I'm sure many of you remember this picture of A.G. Ellison back in 2018. He tweeted out this picture and he said when he was holding up this book, which as you can see, Antifa, the anti-fascist handbook, that this book, I'm quoting here, should strike the fear into the heart of President Trump. Again, I don't know. All I know is that's what happened. Now, I'm going to share with you a absolutely horrific video. And again, when you're looking at it next to me, folks, this is a live shot in Minneapolis right now. The, the video I'm going to share with you is from last night. It's a woman in a wheelchair basically being attacked. Many would say from Antifa. Many, you know, you can, you can pick the group, okay? Before I play this video for you, we always talk about on the show, please, please think critically. So what I want you to do is look at this video. I'm going to share with you because this is what happened. But ask yourself, why is this happening to this person? Why is this person who's in a wheelchair being singled out with these kind of actions happening to her? And why is it being filmed? And who's shooting this video? I don't have the answers to all those questions. All I'm asking you and I to do is to think critically about what we're being shown, what we're seeing. And now, just let's just do this video quickly, Zach, because it, it is, it's really hard to watch. But as, again, as you watch it, think about the questions we just brought up and think critically. Here it is. Justice for George Floyd. That's what we want. So with that being said, guess who shows up today in Minneapolis? And I want you to listen closely to what's said here. This is Al Sharpton. We all know Al. Al shows up in Minneapolis today. He tries to invoke MLK, Martin Luther King. Shortly after that, then he goes on to say this. But when I got here, someone said to me, are you going to address the violence? The violence I'm addressing is how a man could hold a man down yes. with a knee on his neck for nine minutes. What? That's when the violence started. That may be when it started, but violence is violence, Al. Let's speak to both pieces here to do this peacefully, like I just mentioned, and let's get justice for George Floyd because 
But these people are doing, especially the riders, maybe not these people, I haven't seen specifically what's going on here, this is a live set, but the riders going out and burning down targets and dollar stores, that doesn't bring justice for George. So some person here that's important to hear from, you may remember Eric Garner. He was a person that was choked to death in New York City for selling cigarettes. Remember that video? Well, his mom was there with Al Sharpton. I, I, I agree with what she says here. Check it out. We all have to get out and stand together. And we don't have to do it violently. We can do it politically. Voting is coming up. Don't sit around and say, my vote don't count. We put these politicians in, and we can take them out. Okay. She may not vote the way you're going to vote, but she's right. This doesn't need to be done with violence. Now, if you want to do it politically and fairly, that's why we have a republic. Kudos to, to her. That's Eric Garner's mom. She lost her son to obviously a horrific situation, a horrific video, and yet she's out there speaking common sense. Hopefully Al Trump will hear it the same way. So it's, it's amazing, folks. That's why I started the show saying this is such a challenging conversation for us to have. You look at what is currently happening right now in Minneapolis with this situation, and this is going on now all over the country. I'm sure you've seen videos in LA and different areas. So there's this reaction, and then you obviously have what took place up in Grand Forks where we lost a law enforcement officer going in to serve an eviction notice. It's the same outcome, if you will, with a loss of life, but just such drastic ends of the spectrum that it can, it, can, it can be a challenge to try to grasp what in the world is going on at times. So I uh, would love to know your point of view on this spectrum, what we're experiencing right now so close to our community. It's very easy to share your point of view with us. And I want to remind you, coming up tonight after the show at 7.15, please join us at 7.15 on Facebook Live. We are going to have our Fargo City Commissioner candidate form it's very easy to join just pop over to facebook.com forward slash pov now and we'll visit with fargo city commission candidates all right as i asked a moment ago please share your point of view with us very easy to do email us text us leave us a voicemail a lot to digest or we'd love to hear from you because when we come back we're going to get to your points of view right after this